There we go. All right, here we go. BBO show, we're live once again. BBO show number seven. BBO show episode number seven. Yeah. Um, We got an award uh, today. Yeah, still no haircut, (laughs) but I've shaved. I've managed that. We we got an award from Twitch today for streaming like seven days in a row or whatever it was. I don't know what the first one is. Twitch. gone live before. Thank you, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Uh, Twitch. uh, uh, No, thank you to YouTube or Facebook who've awarded us nothing after seven episodes yeah well There's we're working a- towards part partner status oh Twi- twitch twitch has a whole kind of rewards page it's very uh, gamified which makes yeah. sense because it's a game yeah. platform um so there's a whole thing like for each time you hit different benchmarks um you get unlocks and like shiny things it's very cool the platform okay okay and, and facebook and youtube could learn some things from that because yeah the first benchmark with youtube is uh a thousand subscribers and uh, an x amount of views yeah x amount of hours i think uh, it... yeah hours watched there's hours watched yeah. and a thousand subscribers and then you can access their partner program which pays you right yeah. um it opens up monetization options yeah and gives yeah. you some more analytics but yeah it's a much higher thing whereas twitch like as soon as you sign up it's like yeah well done yeah. You, you you get something or the first yeah, time yeah, you go yeah. live it's like good job <laughs> which is it's great i think that's wonderful that is wonderful yeah because going live is is a challenge in itself you know oh, encouraging yeah. yourself to go live and put yourself in front just, of camera um, just before we get ca- and the technical details again like just before we came on i was saying to harms every time we log into the software we use there's always something different like one of us will be muted or you can't hear or the audio is coming out the wrong place and every time it's different every time there is some yeah. technical issue and it's not the same thing exactly. and it always happens just before we go live as well it's like oh yeah it's not and, and, and that's just one of those technical challenges um but i think i think with live you just stay cool stay calm you know the audience will appreciate the fact that we are going live this is not uh, and it's just myself and yourself now we've got a team who helps us in the background but for this it's just me and kyle um whereas a live broadcast elsewhere there's a a team of people there's a big camera crew there's a high production whereas the world of youtube facebook twitch etc it's completely changed i'm going to start including twitch in these uh, conversations because they gave us an award so yeah, now yeah speaking of big live productions things like sports are no longer happening in the real world and a lot mm. of the sports is moving to twitch so they're doing official semi-official um sporting events on twitch like the canadian ice hockey uh league yeah, yeah, they can't yeah. play ice hockey anymore they're now doing that the rest of the league officially um via some a video game i don't know which one it is um but the teams are actually sitting down and playing the game to work out who wins the league which oh is nice so, so so they're e they're e-gaming it's esports because mm-hmm. a lot of uh, football teams and these car drives and stuff are doing it kind of for charity for fun um but the canadian ice hockey league is like sod it let's make this <laughs> what determines the actual league because <laughs> we're not going to have a league this year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um which is nuts to see that line between esports and sports just demolished um, overnight. Mm. And it is fantastic. Uh, I mean, I was chatting to a couple of gamers just prior to this, encouraging them to stream live. Uh, what they've been doing gamers. previously is, is I, I, we call them gamers, um, but... Um, the the is, way you say it, it sounds like they're gamers with a Z, like gamers, gamer gamers. boys. <laughs> I mean, because that's the era I grew up in, but now they're actually esports professionals uh, and gaming professionals. So... And it was a case of really getting them to stop uploading the videos, 
but instead just stream it, stream their content. Um, because and these guys are these guys are really good um, gamers. Um, okay, uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Let's today's sh- today's show um, because you haven't joined us to hear about esports. Although it is an, it is another way to generate online income. Maybe we can explore that in the future when we go into a research phase. Yeah, it is. But today we're carrying on the conversation on how we can make money online during lockdown. And we are very much leveraging this big list of items, which is around 200 different ways which you can generate cash online. And as we go through the week, we're upping the skill level. So yesterday we spoke about how can you enter and make cash online, which requires very little skill, uh, maybe time and effort, yes, but very little skill. Now, to fast forward it, there's there, there you'll see it on the screen below, that's the big list. To access that, it's completely available for you guys for free. Just check in the description below and the link is there. Uh, it's a Google Drive sheet. So, yeah, it's completely accessed for you guys. We don't need your email. We don't need you to log in or anything like that. No, no shenanigans. It's just a Google sheet. Um, yeah, it's just for you to enjoy. Um, and then use the episode to help you discover things on the list because you may think, oh my God, this list is amazing, but where do I start? Well, I'd say start with the show yesterday and that will give you some general places. Uh, and again, the idea of this week is to bring awareness, not to say you must do everything or any of it, but it's just to bring awareness to what is actually available online, the ways you can make cash online because COVID-19 is here, coronavirus or whatever, whatever situation you are in, everybody's in a slightly unique situation, whether it's a loss of income, whether it's actually not loss of income, but I've got a lot more time, or I now appreciate the need to have another supplementary income coming in, then all of these ideas will definitely tick that box. So that's where we're focusing today. Um, There's another exciting thing. I've been talking to some friends about this. Yeah. And, and they have job jobs, nine to five jobs, and now they're at home and they're starting to work from home and they're starting to realize they're starting to realize how much they hated the commute and going into the job and yeah. the so they are now thinking about okay well when this is over what kind of changes do i want to make to my life and i don't know what their changes are going to be but for some people it will be moving online a bit more it's it's going to be a different world when we come out of this and it's mm-hmm. up to you to decide how you shape that world um, and i think any work you do now uh while we're in the midst of whatever what's going on is going to be really helpful yeah. And I, I would say a bit of advice for an employee is if you are working from home, make it as so that the result and the productivity does not dip. If you can get it so that the productivity increases, now you've got a case study and something you can take to your boss or your managers or whatever and say, mm-hmm. actually, I'm way better when I work from home. Here's proof, you know, yep. amongst the virus, here's some proof. And then it's very hard for them to argue. Otherwise, you can fall straight back into the next trap of these face-to-face meetings, etc. Um, so yesterday was very much uh, how do you make money online without very very little skill, but you may need time and energy involved. And actually, the what, thought what's ex- open to everybody. That's what we started with. Open to everybody. Everyone can do them. No excuses. That makes sense. Um, so that's yesterday. Today we're focusing on. I'm going to point to you. What we're focusing on today. Sure. So we are focusing on the fact that you do have skills. Um, when we talk to people, sometimes they're, they're like, oh, I don't really have any skills or I'm just out of university or I've never, you know, we tend to think of our skills as our diplomas and our degrees and stuff like that. And that's not really what we're talking about. You do have a skill. The fact that you are watching us, you're listening to us means that you speak English, um, whether it's your native language or second language that you've learned later, in which case 
much respect. Good job. Um, mm. It's a, it's a big skill. It's a skill that you can use in many different ways. And we're going to be covering that today. Um, all the different ways where the English language can be used online uh, to generate an income. Again, doesn't matter if it's your native speaker or you've learned it as a second language, there's going to be different opportunities available, but yeah. it's going to be open for you. Yeah. Um, and what I'd say is um, if you're if you're watching this and you are English is your second language and you're thinking, oh, I'm not that fluent um, or it's not that great. Well, actually, have a look at the ideas today, because not all of them will be applicable, but some may be. Um, but e either way, if you look at yesterday, we were only picking a few items and we ended up with uh, my notepad's a complete mess now, but we end up with. Uh, certainly over $500 a month. Um, I can't remember the we, number. Yeah, we pieced together one from each category and it okay, ended three, up about $500. Uh, okay, now I'm going to... 320 So that was in my... I got it. I found it on the notepad yesterday. Complete mess. So $320. So the idea is just pick one or two of these items and you get paid mm -hmm. something. But the good thing about today is the because there's a level of skill set required, which is the English language, the income that you're going to generate also increases. So yesterday we had an example of a survey paying you maybe 50 cents. Um, now it's going to change slightly. Some of those still apply, but the level required, we're talking in the 10, 15, $20 plus, that sort of arena. Um, so that's us. So what I'd say, Carl, is we've got a lot to cover with you today. Um, again, this complements the list. And if you're unsure about anything we're going to speak about today, then join us in the Slack group. Those comments are below as well. And if you want to join us tomorrow, then all you need to do is subscribe so you don't miss this and you don't lose us in the world wide web of YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or wherever you're watching us. Um, so those are the two important things. Now let's dive into it because we have got a lot to cover. So Carl, if you kick us off with the first one, because today's episode seven, so we've actually got seven different ways, seven different methods. I don't think that was planned. I think that was just... No, yeah, it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. So, so, so episode seven and seven different ways, it just happened to... You should be careful saying things like that, though, because that's the kind of thing that you might write in the script or the notes, and then I'll add another one quickly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, true. Oh, oh, we can do this. Oh, we can do this. this is going to be a big list, so we are going to go through it quickly. I've just checked my notes. Carlos had not added anything else. There's no number eight. Yeah, seven. So lucky, lucky number seven today. So uh, yep. yeah, Carl, you kick off with number one, and, and we'll just discuss in each topic. Uh, that I, just think about today as... We'll uh, frame it, just expand on what it is, you know, in case you're not aware of that uh, period. And then we'll talk about some examples just like we did yesterday. Yep. Okay. So number one, we're going to kick off with teaching. You speak English and you have the ability, uh, everyone has the innate ability to teach other people. Um, teaching English is a massive market. There's one billion people around the world actively learning English right now. Um, mm. I can't think of any other market that's much bigger than that. I mean, that is obscenely large for a, a single business uh, the english as a second language market um and really surprisingly there are 300 million active learners of english in china that so that's, gets me every time that's amazing for scale yeah uh, america the whole population of america is 330 million thereabout so there's almost a whole population of america in china right now actively learning english so in terms of market size this is just, just mm. mind-blowing um, and a lot of the infrastructure for learning English um, in China and around the world has been shut down because the classes are not there, so you can't go to the class. So a lot of this is moving online. So we want to talk about how you can 
um, how you can use your ability as a native speaker to help people who are learning English around the world. Um, so it's so you, not it, just for native speakers, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. So do we need, and look, I ask these questions, if you're listening at home, this is me and Kyle having a conversation, but in the research of this, uh, we, we, pick, we pull out some nuggets for you guys and hopefully answer these questions on your behalf, which is uh, question number one really is, do you need a degree? Do you need some sort of qualification for this? Um, and I, I, I think the answer is twofold, but what would you say? Sure. So um, most of these websites are set up and most language education is set up like this as well, where there's two tiers. There are going to be the professional teachers. So these are people who can actually put together lesson plans. They can work with um, an individual or a group of students to kind of guide them through a curriculum. These job offerings or these gigs uh, will tend to require you to have at least a bachelor's degree. Um, it doesn't really matter what in um, and some form of diploma or certificate. So there's uh, TESOL, there's TEFL, there's the CELTA. These are basically um, uh, diplomas that teach you how to teach English to students. Mm. Um, so for professional teachers, a lot of the hiring positions or a lot of the uh, the gigs will be for that level. So you would need some kind of qualification. Um, so however, that's not everything. That's not everything. So that's tier one. Um, before yep. we go to tier two, how much does a qualification cost um, uh, sure. on average that we found? Sure. So you can get one of these qualifications. There's a huge range. Um, there are ones you can get online in a couple of weeks. Um, and then there are ones where you actually go and you do a six-month course in a university and they teach you how to run a classroom, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, CELTA, the Cambridge English Language Teaching authority i don't know what it is celta that is generally considered like the top and you actually go and receive education in the classroom mm -hmm. that might cost a few thousand to get done however there are um, tefl and tesl um, qualifications which you can now do online they tend to be two or three hundred hours worth of teaching um, a lot of it will be you watching videos and doing exercises and then with some live um live elements yeah it cost a couple of hundred pounds basically mm. so so something from you know 200 300 quid um and the courses are typically based on the research about 200 to 300 hours for that kind yeah. of price range um yeah but there's, a, there's a massive range mm. um but I, I would say if you depending on where you are in life if, if you just want to get this diploma to teach english now to make money during the lockdown that's quite a big commitment um mm. so it's going to take you a few hundred hours to get that diploma yeah whether or not you want to make that commitment is up to you. However, if you Which leads see us nice traveling, tier, tier two. Uh, well, very quickly before we go okay. to that, if you are going to be traveling around the world, having a TEFL or a TESOL is really useful for being able to pick up jobs. Um, if you are backpacking or you're traveling, it's just a very useful qualification to have. Um, so, and right now is a really good time to pick one up because you're you've got time to study, or you may have time to study. Yeah. Um, so if you do want to go down that route fantastic if you already have teaching qualification you probably already know this stuff already and you're probably already teaching online um if you're not i would definitely look into it and we're going to look at some websites shortly but now let's move on to everybody else so the people who aren't professional teachers um but you do speak english and you can help other people to learn yeah. english so that's so, that's tier two um, and yeah, I, I, essentially, I mean, we, we, we've given it a name tiers, and uh, but let's just say that the, the top tier is professional, where you've got a qualification, and when you deliver that service, you're going to get paid accordingly. 
um, and mm-hmm. at these range. But we'll give you some examples in a bit. So a professional will get paid because they've got that level of qualification. Now, if you don't want to commit, because Carl, you're right, you know, committing that much time to a qualification when really all we need is to get a bit of cash in the bank for now and just experiment with this. Yes, you may want to grow it as a career or business later. That's fine. But right now we just want cash in the bank. So let's look at the uh, people who don't necessarily need a qualification. There's probably a vetting process to go through anyway, but you don't, you're not paying for a qualification in order to get a job. The result is going to be you're going to get paid less, but the entry the friction to entry is just completely removed. So you're just going to start teaching as quickly as possible and start generating cash as quickly as possible. Um, and that is also available as a way to, you know, generate an income online through these platforms. So let's talk about the platforms that are available. Maybe some for professionals, some for somebody if they just want to get started. Sure. So most platforms out there have both of these levels these tier two the second level mm-hmm. we're going to call it conversation partners um, because it's a more casual uh, form of teaching it's basically jumping on a live call with somebody in china or somebody in uruguay or somebody in wherever and having conversations with them they they as a student will have had english lessons before um, so they might speak a bit of conversational english but they need to practice they need yeah. somebody to talk to um, somebody to have chats with basically and they are paying um to have access to that so that's what you can do uh as a native or a fluent speaker of english is help them with conversation practice yeah and it may look like this so the way me and carla got our video set up it may look like this you can see Mm -hmm. somebody that may just be audio but you can physically see them and say and you're having a conversation around an agreed structure or maybe the website has an agreed structure or what's what's the learning outcome the learning goals for today's class or conversation so i like that conversational partners so let's jump into a couple of the platforms because then we can talk about the difference between teachers and conversation partners. Okay. So probably the biggest one out there right now is something called iTalky. So it's I talk I iTalky. Um, so on iTalky, you put up a profile and you're kind of responsible for getting your own students. So you write your blurb, you say what you offer, you set your prices. It's all on you. All iTalk does is kind of provide a marketplace, a platform for you to help you find students. Um, they're the largest. They have the most students, as far as I can tell. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Professional teachers on there, if you're a native speaker, the hourly rate is about $20 to $40 an hour or more. Um, I've seen some that were $50, like older teachers who have obviously uh, taught for years, and they're picking up these extra uh, classes on the side yeah and and they also i would also then say they have a brand or they've you know they've got a profile which is established on this platform um which is yeah, where they, they can demand the highest lots yeah. of stars yeah um they probably have prepared their own learning material as well mm. um so when you're paying 40 or 50 dollars an hour to work with this teacher you kind of know you you know what you're getting so if you are starting out as a teacher it's going to be hard to get that kind of rate off the bat yeah. Um, but that's something you could build up to over time. Absolutely. And so that's for if you are a native speaker and a qualified teacher. If you are, are not a native speaker, um, so let's say your first language is Russian, um, but you are a professional teacher and you can you are fluent in English, etc. Mm-hmm. Generally, it would be a bit less. It would be 20 to 30 an hour. Um, that's just because there is a preference to hire native speakers. Okay, twenty to thirty, and then and they do they also have the 
uh, conversational side of things as part of their platform, and and they probably get paid less. You broke, you broke up there for a bit. They do, they do. Um, so on Italki, they are called community teachers, but it's kind of the same as a conversation mm. partner. Um, so again, these are the people who don't have qualification, but they speak English uh, fluently or native, and they go on and they have chats with people. They tend to be about ten. Fifteen dollars an hour. Um, I saw some at twenty. Don't know if they're picking up any work. Um, yeah. But it, so we're talking roughly minimum wage at that point. Um, but still, you're sitting at home, basically having a chat with somebody across the world and getting paid for it, which is it's kind of cool. Mm, that is it's that's nice. phenomenal, especially if you. And it could be that you are a teacher. It could be that um, you're a teacher and you're required. You're not required at the moment because schools are on lockdown. So how can you leverage your skill set very quickly? Because you already have some of these qualifications that we're speaking about, uh, or some some that are transferable. In which case, this is another way to top up because you could be a teacher at home earning a salary. You're just not required to work at the moment. So this is another way to almost double your salary potentially within that that month or within the four weeks or six weeks or how, however long we are in lockdown. So that's great. Just so we're not uh, biased, Kyle, um, you, you've got another note, which is verba, verbal planet. Uh, verbal planet. So yeah. italki is the big one right now. Um, yeah. I've personally used italki for when I'm learning languages and I like italki. It's good. It's a good platform. There's also, also verbal planet and yeah. verbling. I have not used them. They seem to be very similar to italki. Um, so check them out. If you are a teacher, I don't see why um, you wouldn't put your profile on multiple sites. You'd have to be make sure you don't get double booked, but that's relatively simple to do. Yeah. Um, so if you're starting, I, I would say if you're starting off, just get your profile on all all of them, um, depending on, on. Yeah, try them. I'm sure there's this uh, free trial period or however they got them set up. But just, so you, you you never pay anything um, as a teacher. The right. way these are structured is if I charge uh, $30 an hour, um, I talk, you will take a small percentage, but it is actually quite small in this. It's not, they don't take like 30% or anything. I think it's five, maybe. Well, they, well, I think that's, that's okay when you've got a 300 million market size. I think a tiny yeah. percentage is. <laughs> uh, I'd need to check this actually. Maybe they add it on, maybe there's a service fee that goes to the, um, to the student, mm, mm. I'd have to check. Um, yeah. But you, but you it'll be very transparent. It'll be transparent on their site. Um, the key is just go check that out. Uh, you got another one which is looks quite cool, which is yep. VIP Kids, um, and it's a Chinese-based startup. And remember, yep, for this I, one, it's three hundred million students or three hundred million people who want to learn the language of English uh, as a marketplace. Phenomenal. So just expand on VIP Kids. Yeah, I've added it here as its own. Um, uh, its own section because it is such a monster. Um, so VIP Kids is a Beijing-based startup. I think last year they won Forbes Prize for the best work-from-home company. Um, mm. Don't know what that means. Not sure if that's uh, if, if that was worth anything, but they're apparently good to work for. Um, It'd be worth something now. It'd be worth something now in this yeah, current yeah, climate. Sure yeah. quite well. um, so they. This is a company that's exclusively. Um, focuses on that 300 million um, Chinese people who are learning English. Um, mm. So that's a big enough market for them. They have a different model. Um, their classes are 25 minutes long, so they're half an hour. You get paid between seven and nine, so let's say about $8 per hour, per, sorry, per half, 
half an hour class, the 25 every, minute every, class. Every half an hour you get paid seven to nine dollars. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So and that shouldn't be complicated. So for an <laughs> hour's work, you get paid, um, let's say, 15, 14 to 18 dollars, yeah. um, which is fine by itself. If you do 45 classes um, and you are on time to every class, you don't get flagged up as being unpunctual. And if you do 45, it doesn't have to be like 45 days in a row or anything. It's just a sequence of 45. Yep. Then you get a $2 bonus per class, which suddenly means you're getting paid uh, $10 per half an hour class, which means $20 per hour, basically. So that requires you to be consistent and to do 45 classes um, and to be punctual to them all. But if you do do that, then you're being paid $20 an hour. Um, so so, average, 40, so to, get, to get 45 classes consecutively on time, you're really just looking at three days. So three days of punctuality and turning up to your classes on time to deliver those and you get a $2 bonus per class. That's, that's pretty good going. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting model. And I think the reason they do it is to make sure they don't get lots of um, kind of feckless teachers who turn up, do one or two lessons and get bored. So instead they're like, no, if you commit for 45 and if you turn up on time, we're going to give you a a retroactive $2 bonus on every single one of those classes, which is, I mean, that's solid. Yeah, That's solid. $2 bonus is is a lot as a percentage of what you're already earning is very high. So they, and that means it's about $20 an hour. So yeah, what's that? I don't even know the exchange rates now, 16, 17 pounds an hour, which is good. Yeah, very good. So um, we've got some calculations here. So 45 lessons uh, at $8 a lesson is $360. So if you plus the bonus to that, that brings that up to 400, and you can do the calculations as well, $450. Now for 22.5 hours worth of work, which is just over half a week's work, you're looking at $20 per hour on average. Um, yep. So that starts to add up. That, that's a lot, you know, 22. So for 22 hours, half a week's work, just over half a week, you're making about $450. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much uh, in line with a typical salary in the UK. Uh, if you're watching this in the UK, that is a typical salary, um, probably slightly lower in the US. But of course, it depends on where where you're from um, and what, what you class as a typical salary. I mean, it's certainly more than nothing, which is what a lot of people are getting while they're stuck at home. So yeah, yeah, I think it's worthwhile. Um, there, a fair warning. Some people have complained about the company. Um, I just found because I was doing research to see which ones are worth um, looking at. But it was more this kind of thing. It was about that. Oh, you need to do forty-five lessons before you get your bonus and stuff like that. But I think, from a business point of view, that is that's a good idea to yeah. make sure your 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 teachers are consistent and that your students are getting the best experience. Yeah. They also had weird things previously, like you used to have to wear an orange t-shirt to represent their brand and stuff like that. Oh, They've got rid of all of that nonsense now. Well, Again, I, mean, I see where they're coming from, but it's, a bit, it. yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. So yeah. with it, something like this, you get lots of um, work, but you are working for a boss, basically. VIP yeah. Kids is your boss. Whereas with italki, uh, verbling, et cetera, you're working more for yourself. So it's up to you to brand yourself. It's up to you to get the students um and yes you might be able to charge more but you need to go through the marketing process so which one's good for you is you know it's going to depend on you uh, personally yeah very much so um just depends on what your nature is if you, if you enjoy building the brand collecting reviews whereas the other one has i mean they both will have their pros and cons um but i mean i like it because it's also 
incentivizing good behavior. So they've clearly identified what is the one of the biggest problems with these other platforms or what is a big gripe that students have because ultimately the student is their core customer. They're the ones who, mm-hmm. who are wanting the service. The teachers are helping facilitate that. So uh, poor punctuality is probably one of the biggest things they found, which they try to overcome. So yeah, I like yeah. that. It makes sense. So that section or that method is literally what it says on the tin is teaching online and you can use any of these methods now these methods if you're thinking oh what's the website link etc it's all on the big list and the big list is in the description below uh, and mm-hmm. if you want to know those nuances that uh, carl has gone in into depth and researched and just have that conversation with us on slack that's where to chat to us about that um yeah. okay so number two is Two, you kind of alluded to this just now. Um, number two is tutoring. So yes. similar to teaching English, but slightly different. We're going to be tutoring um, around school subjects or academic subjects or whatever it is. You just talked about um, teachers who are at home now. And yeah. so I know a few primary school teachers. Uh, one of them is he's teaching online, his kids. But the majority of the work he's doing is putting together worksheets. So suddenly he's gone from a full eight hour day or whatever it is to a couple of hours basically yeah, um, yeah. so i'm, I'm going to tell him after this it's like you need to go on these platforms Definitely. um so, so this is yes you need the english language to tutor but also requires a knowledge of a subject so this isn't pure english language but i wanted to put it here because it's so similar to teaching english yeah that you you go on a platform you set a profile and then you teach via camera like this yeah and and it could be within a specific subject so it could be you're delivering maths, science, chemistry, biology, uh, English literature, English language. But because you have the native English language as your base, you can start to teach in any of these subjects. Now, one of the challenges uh, a listener may throw at us is saying, well, actually, all of the exams are cancelled. There's no real, real need for tutoring. Um, but that that would be if we analyze that market, the exam side of or exam preparation side of tutoring would probably take up a percentage. I don't know what the answer there is. Maybe somebody listening can let me know, but that won't be 100% of the market. There'll be, uh, and I know parents who have their kids getting tutored on piano right now, uh, on other kind of niche topics, just because they are, their children are passionate about that subject and they want to continue to develop their learning. Um, so they get additional classes there. So think about tutoring as an additional class um, to complement the number one which is the the language and the teaching and the and the fundamental education part of things so any websites we have here where people can do this online because i used to go to a tutor when i was doing i was terrible at math so math tutoring but i'd go drive to the person's house sit there for 45 minutes minutes wish i was never there uh, and then go back home but that's not possible right now so how how are they facilitating that online wait were you a kid <laughs> i was a child was- then I was a child then, never, it, not recently. Sorry, I was being I just, driven. Imagine, I just imagine you getting in the car to go and do your GCSE maths. <laughs> I love math so much, you know. I, yeah. I'm going to get my GCSE. Um, so there's a few websites I, out I there. I hated maths, yeah. Uh, one of the big ones right now is Chegg, uh, C-H-E-G-G. I think it's the one that was set up by Ashton Kutcher. Um, he, he set up mm. Chegg. Um, so Chegg Tutors is a, a giant marketplace for tutoring. In the UK in particular, there is Super Prof and UK Tutors. Very exciting name. Um, so you Typical can go on there UK and you, names. Yeah, UK Tutors. You <laughs> can look up all the, um, the different things. So depending on what your skill set is, as Harms just said, yes, 
maybe you don't know how to teach GCSE biology, but you might be able to teach piano mm. or something like that. There's going to be a lot of opportunities right now because, true, people aren't doing exams, at least in the UK, so there's not going to be exam tuition, but uh, all the kids are at home and they're being provided with some education by their, their schools, but it's not going to be enough for a lot of parents out there and a lot of kids. Um, so there's going to be extra sessions that are on the marketplace that I'm sure you can pick up. Yeah, there's only so, so many cartoons your kids can watch. So I think, yeah, have a, have yeah, a look at that. That's the other thing. Yeah, if you could send your kid to go and do maths tuition for an hour or so, that means an hour off for the parent. Yeah. 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 So I'm... think of it that way rather than, oh, well, they're not doing exams, so they're not going to be bothering. Uh, the fact that they're at home and they need entertainment and education at home, I think that's going to outweigh the fact that exams have been cancelled this year. Yeah, agree. And think of, think about that in the way you deliver as well, because, you know, you're going to be teaching either children, uh, teenagers. So they may also be, you know, advised by their uh, parents to say, look, we found this tutor online, they're, they're cracking. So try to deliver in a way that you start to build your own reputation as an online tutor, tutor, because once this is over, they actually may prefer to stay with you rather than go and, and visit their physical tutor. Um, because it's easy, just pop them in the office or pop them in, in front of the laptop. They'll learn, take notes. You may be able to tutor more than, say, the family's got three children and they're all teens, and you may be able to provide that tutoring to them, especially if it's in a subject like piano. Uh, if it's a, if it's not exam related, then suddenly it becomes open doors. So try to think uh, bigger and outside the box with these things. Mm-hmm. So tutoring is a nice, simple one, and it complements the uh, teaching and language teaching certainly. Yeah. Uh, so now we're, now we're getting on to the unknowns. So the things that you may not think are ways or you may not have been aware of them. And these are quite creative as well. Again, they're all in the big list and that link is below. So number three is, I'll, I'll give the title and then you can explain it, which is uh, voice work. Um, mm. And the reason I say Carl can explain this is because if you was to vote, and I'm, I'm sure, if you can tell us in Slack, who do you think, once Carl has finished with his description, has the better voice for voice work? Is it myself or you is it Kyle? I don't think it's me. I've got a lisp. It's definitely I, I, Kyle. I, I've got sibilance, though. Okay, anyway. It's definitely so, Kyle. He's got that English. He'll, he'll, he'll explain it. He's got that British, uh, nice sounding British. Uh, that's from my university. I didn't have it before. And after a few beers, I go back to South London as well. The, South ah, London. I'm West London. So, yeah. Ah. Um, so if you've got a good voice, there are opportunities um, out there. Again, as an English speaker, as a British speaker, as Hans is just alluding to, there are even more opportunities um, because, well, we'll talk about the particular um, subsets, but let's say for audiobooks, um, for example, a lot of people like to have British voices on them mm. instead of American or um well, yeah, non-British voices. So there are, obviously, we're not only talking to people in Britain, but if you do have a good voice and you have a good accent, there's going to be some work that you can do yeah. in voice work. A voice for radio. Um, that was the that was the catchphrase. You have a voice for radio. It was. Mm. No, no, it's a... Uh, what is it? Is it? Isn't it an insult? No, it's... Um, no, you've got a voice of, you got, you got a, nat- a voice no, for radio. You have, the, you, have, you have the looks for radio. <laughs> That's an insult. That's, that's, that's an insult. insult. That's the insult. Uh, oh, oh, Dom. Hey, Dom. Okay, Dom's watching us live. He's amazing. By the way, Dom, uh, I haven't, I haven't caught up with him. Uh, I've just seen a comment pop up. Dom has been traveling the world, and his cruise holiday was hijacked by coronavirus. Naturally, 
So it's been extended. Carl, you know Dom as well. And it's just, he's mm-hmm. just been cruising the Dom world. Yeah. Yeah, I have a message him. I just wanted to allow him to go through that experience, but I'm, I'm certainly going to catch up with him. Uh, since he's been cruising Dom, I've moved down south. And he said, just a heads up, the bit.ly link for Slack group doesn't work. Oh, good job, us. Good job, digital marketers. Good job, <laughs> me and Kyle, se- telling you every five minutes, join the Slack group and the link doesn't work. Thank God we've got Dom. Um, yeah, the cruise industry, that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> How do you do cruises online? It's got to be VR. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about voice work. So um, a bunch of different options here. That's yeah. going to be casual all the way through to professional. If you're already a professional voice worker, you're probably doing fine because you'll have a, a, a studio. We're talking more about people who want to get into um, doing voice work from home. Hmm. So casual stuff. Um, we will talk about Fiverr and Upwork in a lot more detail later today and um, going forward, but you can actually pick up um, basic voice work gigs, narrations, voiceovers um, over on Fiverr and on Upwork. These are good casual places to start building up your portfolio because if you apply to an actual voice work agency, they are going to obviously ask, like, okay, what have you done? Can you send us audio examples of um, your previous voice work? Send me your portfolio of voice, yeah, voice work. Yeah, yeah send me your portfolio. I mean, yeah. It's a it's a professional industry, um, yep. and there will be voice portfolios. Uh, yeah, I guess it would have been tapes back in the day, but now it will be files on a website. But um, if you want to start out, then Fiverr and Upwork are great places to pick up this kind of thing. And it the the, the range of gigs you can get are truly bizarre. It might be you promoting yeah. a new, I don't know, coffee thermos flask or something, but in your nice British accent, whatever it is, you can just go and have a look. Um, mm. If you are looking for voiceover specific uh, jobs, so these are larger projects rather than simple 30 second messages or whatever, you can go to voices.com and the voice realm. These are uh, websites where you can find bigger gigs. At this point, you're going to start to need to have a portfolio, um, which is why I say start with Upwork, start with Fiverr, um, get some basics done, then progress. Um, And then if you look at something really big, you can actually do audiobook narration. Fantastic. Um, and there's a website or there's an agency called ACX, which um, is probably the best place to start with that. And at that point, we're talking about being paid thousands. Um, but you are sitting down and talking for 18 hours uh, reading a book. So that's obviously requires a lot of skill. And you're only going to be paid for that if you've proven that you can do this kind of work with smaller projects yeah fantastic and what i'll just just wanted to add a note on fiverr and upwork we mm. will briefly talk about fiverr and upwork uh this today because otherwise we'll be talking for for hours and hours but what we'll do is yeah. we'll, we'll do fiverr and upwork in its own week um because they are there they are its own business in its own right in the sense that you can generate multiple, multiple businesses multiple businesses and you can generate a, a solid income from working at home using your skill set so it's it's the higher skilled item but i think uh we will be talking about that on number seven so point number seven yeah. we're going to be talking about specifically a category where you can leverage your english native language by using fiverr or an upwork so we're not going to dive into the platforms just be aware that there's platforms that exist and fiverr and upwork are one of those um but they are business in its own right so there's um, you've you put an extra note here and um, an so extra you, I'll do it really quickly. If you have if you <laughs> if people tell you that you have an extremely relaxing voice and yeah. they like to listen to your voice for whatever reason, look into something ASMR. Um I don't auto static what's it stand for? 
you explain it and I'll, I'll bring up what, it, what, what does... Um, okay, autonomous sensory meridian response. Whatever. It's basically a talking in very soft voice while doing um, certain actions on video, maybe or maybe it's clinking paper or popping bubble wrap. Um, there was one example I was just looking at, which is 17 minutes of a someone from Finland doing tongue twisters, but in a very nice, relaxing voice. Um, she's got about 2.3 million views on that. I did some mathematics on that. She's probably been paid uh, $4,000 for yeah, basically 4, doing tongue twisters for 17, 17 minutes. Um, so a she's ASMR, not even big. Yeah, she's not even big. That's not that's a small account for this kind of uh, subject niche area. So, and I'm curious. I'll just if you're if you're wondering what this is at home, a feeling of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck, as experienced by somebody or some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus, often a particular sound. So it's actually triggered. ASMR is triggered by things like whispering voices, paper tearing, mm -hmm. and scalp massage. Scalp massage, hundred percent. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, for, for myself anyway let's let, let, okay let's just see is, is this is this working for you guys oh god no oh god so that's horrible you do need to have a certain sound setup so you don't get that kind of harsh noise um but the main thing is if you have a very um soothing relaxing voice i would look into asmr as a serious possibility i know some people will be listening to this right now thinking what on earth are they talking about i thought um, that first this is big business if you can um, if you can get into it on Twitch and YouTube. Um, people use these videos to relax, um, whether it's listening to the sound of rain and somebody reading a fairy tale mm. in a soft voice, mm. um, whether it is someone popping bubble wrap and just telling you about their day, whatever it is. There are relaxing videos that are now just extremely popular on platforms like Twitch and YouTube, and that allows you to monetize, um, again, your voice if it is of that certain tomba, of that certain tone, uh, where you helped people to relax. So yeah. I know it sounds weird, but definitely check it out. Um, Agree. So, so you see it's big, it's really big. It's really big. And just, just before we move on to the next one, think of it as something similar to, but just in a different format and medium, to those very popular playlists on YouTube right now, which is like lo-fi beats, and there's a mm -hmm. few other ones where... There's that artist picture, picture and the girl's just doing her homework and there's a cat in the background and she's just, she's just like never finishing her homework for an hour and a half. But it's very similar to that. It will produce that same kind. It is a similar business to that, but it's not music. It's focused on voice work. So mm -hmm. if you want to associate it with something and know that it is real, check it out because you could be sitting on a hidden talent there, which can make you $4,000 or pounds a month. Um, so the next one is also leveraging your voice. Um, sorry, no, this is, this is now we're moving away from voice. Other way. We're, yep. we're now leveraging the fact that you can understand English and uh, be able to produce a piece of work, which is specifically called audio transcription from what you're hearing. So what we're doing yep. is we're, we're, we're listening to something and we're going to turn that audio into text. And it's very, very neat. It's, it's a needed product and a needed service for businesses. It's a needed item for small businesses. And that's, that's it in a nutshell. So Carl, do you want to expand on that? Where, where, I mean, I can tell you, I can tell people where we used it in a bit, in a moment, uh, if you want to expand on that, it's really as simple as that audio to text. So right now, um, AI or computers are not a hundred percent accurate at transcribing audio. Yeah. 
Um, so if, if I am a business and I want to transcribe meeting notes, maybe the minutes of a meeting, I can record the whole meeting and have a person um, turn that into, into a transcription, for example. Yeah. You, you wouldn't get rid of the minutes, but you would... You, you would use that to have a written record of a meeting. That's one way you could use it. Um, something like this, when we're teaching, we will get this transcribed afterwards and turn it into a blog article. That's another use that mm. you might want to go into a bit more. On. Um, there are unlimited business uses for this, and it's a big business um, t right now that uh, there are sites like Transcribe, Transcribe Anywhere, Transcribe Me, QuickStateRev.com, that's one of the big ones, yeah. Tigerfish, CrowdSurf, Take Notes, SpeechPad, Way of Words, um, where they will pay human beings like yourself to listen to audio and type out what you hear. Um, and then that text is sent back to the business who has hired um, these agencies for the work. Yeah, So, so in terms of uh, how much do they pay people? Um, because there's a few different tiers. Um, basically, yeah. basically, the low tier and the high tier. So it does vary slightly, but it's all based on quality. It's well, the main the main thing is you get paid for um, how many minutes of audio okay. you transcribe. Yeah. So let's say you're given a five minute audio clip, you'll get paid for transcribing five minutes of audio. If that takes you an hour. Um, then you're not going to be making much money. If you can transcribe it one-to-one, -one, so it takes you five minutes to transcribe five minutes of audio, then you can do very well from this. Um, yeah, so, so, so the key here is speed. Feel, yep, you need to be able to listen and type. If you can type it real-time at the the, uh, the same speed that somebody is speaking, you can be quids in here. You can make a lot of money. But that's obviously a very... Uh, that's a skill that not that many people have. Correct. So if you do have that natural, you know, you can, you can listen or... or Say you've got a, a job and it's typically been taking meeting notes, um, logging down stuff. So I'm thinking super PAs, personal assistants, super VAs, um, anybody who's the note taker, uh, secretaries, um, admin staff. You can potentially go and get a supplementary income just off a natural skill that you already have, which is the ability to type on a ratio of one to one. You can hear it and you can type without the need to pause. If you can get that skill set, you can start to generate revenue and the yeah. money money yeah yeah really good money so between uh so typically the prices that you can earn are between uh, th uh so what 30 cents to 60 cents per minute audio that's a normal um, that's per minute audio not your time working so if yes. you can if you again if you have a, a 10 minute piece of audio and you can get that done and transcribed in 10 minutes then you are also making 30 cents to 60 cents per minute yeah um, so so let's say, let's say you did 30 minutes. Well, let's say you did a working, half a working day. So let's say four to five hours. Let's say you did five hours of this and we hit the top mark. 50 cents a minute. 50 oh, top mark. So let's say 50 cents a minute. So it, this is the problem with, um, with transcription is it, it's quite hard to work out how much you're going to be making until you actually start doing it. Um, well, it, well, actually, that's not bad. It's about $150 for about five hours of work. Um, if, if, if you're working on that rate, so let's just say 50, 50 mm -hmm. cents for five hours work, that's 60 minutes in each hour. And that will give you about $150, which is not bad. I mean, that's, that's a, a good day's work. Um, yeah, $30 an hour, isn't it? Yes. $30 an hour divided by five. Yeah. $30 an hour. 
I mean, there are different uh, tiers as well. So if you're doing scientific or legal transcription, it's mm. obviously going to be paid even more. The highest I found was $1.73 per minute of audio. That is, that is high. Yeah, so you transcribe an hour's worth of audio. That's going to be $100, um, $103. So if you can do that one-to-one, you're making $100 an hour, obviously. I, I, I'm going to have to look at that up just for an hour a day because I have a natural skill where I can type ferociously fast. So you'd only be making that kind of money if it was legal or technical or engineer. Oh, you could do engineering. Engineering. Yeah. I've yeah. got an engineering so, degree, uh, which I don't use, so, but yeah. It's a technical language um, you get paid higher for. Um, so if you yeah. combine that with the ability to listen and type fast, it's, yeah, you can do pretty well. Mm, yeah. Okay. I like that. So that's, that's great. So if, if you just ask, say, right, Harms and Carl, how do you use this in your agency? Because, you know, you put out content, we do videos. Um, uh, we've also got other clients. I do another podcast uh, with another fantastic gentleman as well. So we do we do content. We put content out there. So the way we use this in regards to digital marketing, so just talking about online business, just off a tangent slightly, is we will take the audio file and we will put the audio file. Just think of this as a three step process. Step one is we'll take the audio, we'll, we'll do record the audio or the video. We'll then extract that audio file and put it into an AI software. Um, the software we use is called Dragon Dictate, um, but there's lots out there. There's even some ones that are free for a period of time, and then they'll start charging you after that, but it's quite reasonable. Now, once it's processed in the AI software, it will just give you a full transcript. Now, that is not perfect. I would say Dragon Dictate is probably about 90 to 95%. It's very, very good, but it then goes to the final step, which is another human being, will clean that up so what we do is in the middle step is rather than go to an audio transcriber because for us it works out expensive because we do so much and we we skip a human and we actually go to an ai and then send it to a human at the end which works out cheaper for us so if you're looking at this in terms of actually i produce a lot of content do i need to use these people do i use an ai software there's two different options there but either one will have a cost associated to it unless you do the whole thing yourself um but that's not very uh, that's not that's not smart use of your time as a business owner especially right now so i just wanted to just yeah. to apply that to businesses as well so podcast say you don't do videos you just do audio you can turn that podcast now what do we do with that transcription we will then turn that into a guide a blog a book in the far future there's many different things you can do with it uh, depending on what your niche and your industry is. So hopefully that helps a little snapshot on how we use transcription. Yeah, we're going to probably be talking about that for a whole week. Um, yeah, that's going to be a week. Yeah, we'll go to detail. A lot of content very quickly. But what we're talking about today is um, you going to somewhere like rev.com, signing up to be a transcriptionist and transcriber, transcriber, um, yeah. in order to generate this whatever it is 50 cents per minute of audio uh transcription so it's another way to add income um, yeah but we will talk about how we use transcription at a later date because it exactly. is fascinating it is fascinating yeah. and it's, it's very very powerful but i want to throw in there because there'll be business owners listening to this and thinking uh, where do i fit into this process um i don't necessarily want to be the transcriber but how do i benefit mm -hmm. from this transcription because i know business owners who weren't even aware of companies like transcribe me rev tigerfish and the power yep. of doing that. So anyway, that's audio transcription. That's another way to get paid. But remember, this is not now speaking language. This is listening and processing by typing incredibly fast. 
Um, yep. Number five is a very short one. Uh, you can very short. Well, in, in general, the next uh, three are all going to be about um, writing. So we've talked about how you can teach English. We've talked about how you can speak English for mm. narration. We've talked about how you can listen and transcribe and get paid for that. Uh, the rest are going to be about writing English or writing in your language, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so number five in particular is there's pretty good money to be made in proofreading and copy editing um, academic entrance essays. So these are people who are writing personal statements um, to apply to universities or to apply to schools or whatever it is around the world for their MBA, for a PhD. Um, a lot of people applying to the top universities in the world are not necessarily native English speakers and therefore they need copywriters, they need um, they need proof, sorry, uh, proofreaders and uh, copy editors to kind of sharpen up their stuff. This is a bit different from actually writing their personal statement, um, which is also an industry. That's not really what we're recommending. Um, that's a bit grey. This is this is just um, proofreading them and making sure they're up to scratch. But because these are essays, personal statements that are so important for the the people submitting them yeah. to universities, um, the pay for these kind of jobs is very high. Um, mm. People will pay a lot of money. They'll easily pay a few hundred dollars um, to get a one page personal statement proofread. Mm. They need it to be just like like just perfect. Yeah. Um, so on your side, the a proofreader can make um, the the average figure in the US is about twenty five to thirty dollars an hour. Um, but the great thing about this is obviously you can do it from home. You send the file, you do the proofreading, you send it back. Um, and there's a few that I wanted to highlight. There's Scribendi, there's Top Admit, there is Essay Edge, and in the UK there is Proof My Essay. Again, they're all in the sheet, the Google Sheet, uh, for you to have a look at. It's yeah. not really much to say about these. You you go to these sites, you sign up as an editor, um, and they will send you things. You do generally need to pass um, some kind of admission or criteria, mm. but that will all be listed on the website. Grammar check or something. I would not pass that. I'm terrible at that. But so if you've a natural skill set for um, uh, looking at a piece of text and you can uh, sort out the grammar, sort out the formatting, um, remove repeated words or whatever these amazing people do. If that is a natural skill set of yours, or or you haven't, you just know you've got it, but you've never really monetized it, then this is a nice place. Number five, entrance essays and proofreading is a really good place to start to see if you can generate revenue because it, like Carl said, it is higher. And if you look at, we, we're in a weird time when it comes to entrance for things, but this could also be for career. So it's not just university, it's, it's um, look, I need, this is for my job application, this is for my CV. Uh, and actually it's high level employment or it's very competitive employment and somebody wants to edge. They're willing to pay that $100, $200 to get the edge there. Um, so yeah, that's I, I think it's a nice one. So right, number six is actually an interesting one. So when I saw this in the notes, I chatted to my wife, Gina, who's done one of these qualifications in the past. And I said, please tell me you still have your notes because we may be able to make some cash off this. So, so number this- six is... Gina mm. would be perfect with this. I bet Gina has beautiful notes in she had very colors, good notes, stickers and stuff like that. So what we're talking about now is selling um, mm. academic notes, which is a really interesting industry, which I didn't really know about until this weekend. Um, so if you've got <laughs> GCSE, A-level, university notes, or maybe notes from a professional qualification, like the CFA in finance or ACCA or... ACCA, uh, which is what Gina's got. So accountancy qualifications, accountancy yeah. Qualifications. 
if you have pretty notes, you can upload all those notes, not just pretty, so useful notes. Um, you can yeah. upload those notes to various marketplaces. And if they get sold by people taking the ACCA or CFA, um, then you receive money from that. So I know a lot of people who have kind of binders of notes, which they're not going to throw out because, you know, they spent years at university creating those notes, mm. but they're just sitting there. They're just sitting yeah. there on the, um, on the shelf. And if you look at, so, so let's just dive into this. Why would somebody do that? Because mm. if you look at ACCA as an example, and I know this because I was alongside Gina, not doing it, but I could see the, the kind of work that goes into it. So you would go to an ACCA exam preparation class, and then they would start to extract things that you really should be focusing on in preparation for exam questions. Now, those notes to somebody are critical because if time is an essence with these things as well, especially most time ACCA is done inside people's career yeah. because they have to get work experience as well. So you've got a choice. Either you've got a supersized textbook like that one there, that book called Capital, massive, massive textbooks, which you have to then sift through and extract the information, plus pay for, and they're not cheap, these additional classes where a lecturer will then, if in a physical location, give you a look, I think the exam questions you need to focus on are this, 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 and this. Um, for, for a lot of people, you're actually saving time and money by pulling somebody else's notes, especially from, you know, you may buy somebody's notes from 2019, 18, 17, 16, spend $400 on that, but it's still cheaper and more time effective than doing all of that work yourself. So that's why somebody would want to do it. So if you've got notes at home and they are just amazing, then look at these platforms. You could be paid for, uh, and it's almost like a royalty basis. As people, it goes onto a platform, and if somebody buys your notes, the platform will take a percentage, and they'll pay you a percentage. So it's almost like having a book on, you know, Amazon or an online e-bookstore, and you're making a percentage every time those notes are sold. So it's almost like, why not? You know, why would you not want to do that? Um, unless you're super precious about your notes. No, no, mine. Um, I'm, I'm looking at ACCA right now. Um, so somebody put up, I bet someone put up some advanced taxation course notes PDF for the exam from. Oh, okay, for the last four years. So it's uh, they've annotated practice papers for the last four exams or whatever it is, and they sell it for thirteen dollars, and they've sold four. So only there's not many, um, but that. If you split all your notes up into lots of different sections and you're selling one of these, two of these, three of these, yeah, so that is, I mean, that's $60, $50 um, just from four practice papers that are annotated yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And if yeah, anybody knows about exams, up. all you have to do is just nail these practice papers and you can get through the exam. <laughs> so that's, yeah. uh, that, that's just an ACCA, ACCA um, example that I just looked up. But hmm. you can go on to, well, there's a few, um, Nexus Notes, N-U-X-U-S Notes, Stuvia, and Campus Shift. These are three uh, different websites where you can sell your notes mm -hmm. on. I'd say just go on there and see if there's any of your previous qualifications or um, university uh, courses or whatever it is, and see if there's anything that you could upload onto there um, in order to yeah. to make a bit of money. And if you're, if you're unsure, have a look at a sample of somebody else's have a look at a sample of um a low priced one a mid priced one and a high priced one which will give you an idea is it even worth putting my notes on how do my notes compete with what's on there 
um, will I earn something? Uh, that's not to say I don't put it on there anyway, but it's nice to give you an understanding of what where your notes sit in that. And maybe you, you're watching this and you're currently in university or you're in GCSE school education and you're thinking, hang on a minute, if I now prepare my notes ready for a platform like this, I can cash in for a couple of years to come. So if you are currently in that education cycle, and that could be at any age, so I, you know, it could be uh, retaking GCSEs, it could be uh, doing a degree in, you know, it could be later in life, it could be a kind of qualification that you're getting alongside your career. Think about an incentive for getting a quality bunch of notes together is that you're going to sell them down the line. So use this in a, a reverse engineered way as well. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of commission, um, mm -hmm. the site will take a commission. It depends like wildly depending on the site. Nexus notes will take 50%. So that's quite a lot. That's a lot. Stuvia, yeah. yeah, it is. Stuvia will take 30%. So you're left with the 70%. And Campus Shift only take 15%. So you're left with 85%. Don't know why it's so wildly different. Um, I hope that Nexus Notes sells more. I assume they got more traffic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But again, if you prepare these notes, I don't see why you wouldn't put it on every single marketplace. Um, mm. So yes, you might be making less from Nexus Notes, but maybe they're selling more. I don't know. Um, yeah. You can put them on to every single one and make some money. And the good thing about this is, sure, you might only sell four uh, this year and uh, 60 bucks or whatever, but the notes stay on that platform um, and you can just continuously make money from that. Um, in 10 years from now, you might receive a check or a PayPal, which is like, oh, here you go, here's 20 bucks or whatever. So mm. once it's done, you just set and forget it and you're yeah. going to be making a small amount of cash uh, over time. Mm, fantastic. So now we're on to the final one, number seven, mm. which is freelance writing. Now this does require a level of skill set um, I got a couple of friends who are friends who are freelance writers, or as they were going through university, they uh, leveraged their skills and got paid for freelance writing. They were very good writers, and essentially, this is um, writing based on a demand or based on a certain requirement that is set out by a business, an industry, an individual business owner. Um, but particularly, businesses are in—I I don't use the phrase—but desperate need for good writers. Um, especially ones that can have the permission to write on multiple platforms. Because if you're in a career, you may only be able to write for that one organization. Whereas some freelance writers can write freely across all platforms. And that's the way they decide to make their money rather than one source of income. Pros and cons for both. So uh, anything you want to add to that description? Not really. I mean, this is just using your writing ability. And there's mm. so many different ways that you can do this. Um, I tried to organize and categorize the things we're going to talk about, but it's just, you know, there's lots of different ways. Um, so we recommend you just go and have a look at them and see which one yeah. chime for you. Which one and it's on that list. Yeah, it's yep. on that list. So any, anything yep. we've spoken about today, uh, and if you're tuning in and you're thinking, what, hang on a minute, these guys are just listing off loads of things. Um, yeah, but these are things off a giant list that we've created, and that link is in the description. So do check that out. And then, what we're, if you're tuning in right now, everything suddenly will start to make sense. Uh, we're just mm -hmm. expanding and bringing into your awareness the different ways you can make money online, leveraging the skills that you have, specifically today around English. So leveraging the the under, their ability to read, write, hear, express. Uh, understand, uh, be able to teach the language English. That's where we're focusing today. 
So sorry, Carl, you're going to list a bunch of items. Yeah, yeah I'll just go through them. So uh, first kind of subcategory are there's websites that want lists. <laughs> We're talking about lists a lot. They want they want <laughs> blog articles which are like, he, these are the top 10 lawnmowers or the top five um, fake flowers you should use to beautify your wedding. I don't know, whatever. Like Top 10 movies to watch in lockdown. Like they want this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, the best 30 horror films on Netflix right now. This is content that does really well online. And there are websites that have now set up specifically to find writers who create this content. Um, so there's Listverse, like universe, but Listverse. Uh, they pay $100 per article. And they have a very set format. Just like, this is what it has to look like. That's good. Um, and it's $100 if they accept it. Um, then there's another one called A List Apart. Now they pay $200 for a featured article, uh, $100 for a normal list article, and $50 for a mini article. So it's a bit more um, flexible mm. than list first. Um, so those two are worth looking at. Not everything that gets submitted gets accepted, obviously. Um, but if you kind of crack the code and you work out how to create the articles that they want, $100 for a list is, you know, if you crack that code, you can do a few a day, you're, you're good. Mm. Um Next one I want to look at is international living. Now, this is a very specific one. Um, uh, they just have a very open uh, writer's program, so uh, and they take a lot of submissions, but they want articles about living around the world, in particular to do with health, and in particular for, um, I think this is right, for kind of older people. Um, so mm. very specific, but they, um, they pay $225 dollars for 900 word and 350 dollars for 1600 word articles um yeah and and what they're doing here is they're appreciating and they're paying accordingly for your skill set which is writing so um if you have a that skill set which is being able to write an article list uh with all the, the the way you should write according to what they would like as the output then that's some chunky profit to be made definitely yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's not, not bad at all. Um, another one I wanted to highlight is called Funds for Writers. Funds for Writers, they are mainly mm. competition-based. Um, the minimum competition payout is $200. But what they'll do is they'll get companies, um, let's say, I'm looking at HSBC right now. I mean, can I walk? So let's say HSBC want an article about, uh, God, God, foreign exchange rates, yeah, foreign exchange rates. So HSBC says, we want an article about foreign exchange rates. These are the uh, criteria. Um, funds will post this competition and you write your article and send it in. If your article wins, you win the prize. Um, mm. If it doesn't, you don't make any money. So obviously there's a risk there. Uh, but so much in the payout is a bit higher. They are. Minimum is 200. Um, but I mm. saw some. There was one that was... A fellowship and you'd be paid ten thousand um, dollars and you'd have to keep writing for them but so it, there's a really varied uh, range of things there um, and they tend to be bigger projects like it, it won't just be hsbc saying we want a 500 word article on foreign exchange it's hmm. okay we're going to be writing a book on um, yeah, a research on research yeah 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 that kind of thing so um but they tend to start with smaller pieces you write in of a thousand words you win that competition and then there's bigger uh, gigs from that but mm. you just have to go on the look on the website and it will tell you how much the reward 
the reward, the prize money is, and what the requirements are, and you can decide whether that's of interest. That's I want to highlight that because it's a very interesting one. It's different. It is. It, that's cool. And also, you know, if you find something which is your is your you already know about the subject, so have a look at all of these competitions and say, oh god, that's my area of expertise. If I did a pub quiz on that, I would absolutely smash that out of the park. Then you are, you know, just, just yeah. There's if no reason really not like to already <laughs> yeah yeah you could it could be ready on your blog and you say here we go just uh copy and paste off your blog uh does this work for you guys uh, i'll take that ten thousand pound thank you or ten thousand dollars or whatever um as an example <laughs> if it, imagine it was that easy okay so uh we also have something called text broker um what what did you find in your research here text broker is one of the biggest ones out there they uh connect you directly with companies basically and then it's earning per word depending on your quality level so the interesting thing about text brokers is that you as an author on their site you are rated from one to five stars by the editors on text broker which is quite scary like <laughs> editors <laughs> and their egos yeah. yeah so they review the work mit and um you are rated I guess, depending on consistency of content and how happy the clients are, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you can go from one, uh, oh, there is no star, so two star to five star. And depending on your rank, you get paid different amounts. Um, mm. So if you've got two stars, it's 70 euro cents per word. No, sorry, points, sorry, that would be, that would be. Point seven, that, that'd point, be a lot. Point, yeah. seven, point seven cents euro uh, per yeah. word. If you are three stars, it's 0.95 cents, so almost one cent per word. Um, going all the way up to, if you're five star, it is four cents, euro cents per word, which at that point, that can add up quite quickly. Very quickly, yeah. And I think it's also then just establishing a brand. Uh, and uh, they, they for them, it's great because it's similar to the incentive we discussed in uh, one of the lear language learning centers, which is they want you to become one of their go-to writers so they can... They know they've got this bunch of five-star reliable writers who are going to consistently come to them and get paid well. Um, so it allows you to up rank. Think about uh, bandings in the salary. So, you know, you go through a banding in a the salary, they're using a similar kind of incentive program. Um, have a look at, you know, when you Google and research this, find out how do I become a five-star writer on text broker? You know, there'll be a lot of people sharing that knowledge and wisdom out there as well. And then you can work towards that in a shorter period of time, because now you know how to play their game as such, play their game, get to your five stars and make four cents, a uh, Euro cents per word. So uh, just again, what we're saying is explore deeply, explore, actually do your own due diligence on every kind of platform that we're talking about. And don't just take Hans and Kyle's word for it. It says text broker will pay you four stars, uh, four cents if you get five stars. And all of a sudden, you know, you come back to me and Kyle and say, I'm, I, I haven't budged from two stars. So think think about uh, exploring all of these places um, as well, but the ones that appeal to you, that's really the thing. It's a, it's a pick and mix today and all of this week. What what appeals to you? What what do you have a natural talent and skill set in? And then just pick those items and just develop that income off of that point. Um, and then finally, we've got, uh, which we... We've got, we've got, we've got finally, and then we've got a couple of little... I'm going uh, to jump to Fiverr last. So okay. I just want to talk about two two additional um, freelance writing gigs that you can do. 
um, which are, again, they don't really fit in anywhere, but they're worth mentioning. Um, mm -hmm. The first is Medium's partner program. So Medium is a, I guess it's like a publishing. It's a super blog it's website, a, but you publish onto their website, yeah. Yeah, so you can write a blog onto their platform, um, but because they're running adverts on their platform, you can actually get paid for producing content on Medium. Um, what they do now is you get paid for your, how long people spend on your on your blog articles. Um, so think of this instead of you having your personal blog on your own personal page. Instead, you're writing a blog, but it sits on Medium. Yeah. And because Medium are advertising revenue from that, they reward you for it. So it's a bit easier than starting your own blog uh, because you, they give you the platform. Yeah. Um, so a, a beautiful site as well. It's a very nice, it visually, it's a, visually it's a lovely site. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to get the average of how much people make. Uh, but I got the March 2020 figures. The highest amount earned for a single blog article, a single story was $5,100. I imagine they got a lot of views to mm. make that amount of money. Mm. The highest amount earned by a single author last month was $17,126. So that's one author in March 2020 made $17,000. So we know some people on the platform are doing well, like mm. extremely well. Uh, he or she probably wrote that $5,000 article as well. I don't know. But mm. yeah. <laughs> um, but then the more interesting thing is this. So the percentage of active writers who are earning over $100 is 6.9%, which means 93% of people are who are writing on the platform are not earning a hundred dollars. They're earning less than a hundred dollars. So that means a vast majority aren't, are probably not making anything or they're making relatively small amounts of cash. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that 7% are earning over a hundred dollars is quite good though. I mean, if you really dedicate yourself to it, hopefully you can be in that 7%. Um, and if you then break through, you can make a lot of money apparently. Uh, but it's something that's worth looking at if you do like to write, if you want to run a blog. We will definitely be talking about running your own blog um, in later weeks. But the Medium Partner Program is worth looking at for now if you want mm. something a bit, bit faster. Okay, I'll start. I'll start adding to my blog in preparation for that. So, cause, okay, so I like that. So that's Medium Partners Program. It's you know, and if you're thinking, I, I've always wanted to start a blog. But I don't want to go through the headache of having a domain, a website, and all of that stuff that goes into it. Then which Medium is, is a plat, which is fair. And but I still want to make potentially some cash from my blog. Well, Medium is a way to do that. Allow them to do the functionality part of things, and you just focus on what you're passionate about, which is the actual writing. So in that case, it's great. And I would say seven percent, six point nine percent is a high number um, to make uh, a bit of cash. And if you if you do this alongside some of the other items above in terms of writing then you can start to stack again, like we spoke about yesterday, you can start to stack this income um, over time. So you've got, that was one. And I, I see you've got another mention you wanted to mention yep. as well. Super fast one. There's a website called Squad Help, Squad Help, where um, they run micro competitions where businesses want to get a name for a name for their business, a name for a project, a name for a product or a service or whatever it is. Um, the business will go on to Squad Help give descriptions of, okay, this is what my product does. These are the features, these are the benefits. I need a name and, um, freelance writers or 
you know, the people who are users of Squat Help will type out uh, names they think would be good for this product, and all those names are entered into a competition. The winning name will win uh, between, apparently, um, $100 and $300 for winning. Um, again, it's a competition. If you do not win, you do not make anything. Uh, but this is kind of, if you are creative, if you're good at naming things, if you're good at branding, this is a decent one to sign up for because basically you get sent an email with the uh, the current jobs. Like these are the new jobs today. If you're able to quickly look at a description and be like, ah, okay, we should call it this and slam out a name very quickly and you mm. win, great. That's a nice bit of extra income. Um, I think this is a nice one to have it as a bonus if you are yeah. good at branding. I wouldn't rely on this to uh, consistently make money. Yeah, because it's, it, it's a competition. It's a nice but also, it's, it's a nice lockdown family game as well, if you think about it from that perspective. Yeah. Right, guys, I need some ideas today, but this is the game. And, and it's all about idea generation. And then you submit it. And maybe, you know, if you do win, you share the, share the cash amongst people or treat yourself no. No, during no, lockdown. Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Get them yeah. to work get them doing the work uh, buy a takeaway or whatever it is you want to do so uh just some ideas so carl you wanted to finish on fiverr and upwork uh, yep, again we're going to be talking about them tomorrow and the day after but i think it's really important to um we've mentioned them already but it's important to introduce them because a lot of people don't know about these websites still we mm. you and i kind of take it for general uh, for granted because we do use them quite a lot yeah, but yeah fiverr and upwork are gig marketplaces so they're places where if you you can either go and buy uh, services microservices from people or um in to, in what we're context of what we're talking about today you can sell your services um and the range of services on there is absolutely massive i have a list here in the notes which is the writing the freelance writing services you can offer to people on fiverr so we have i'm just going to pick a few articles and blog posts translation online language lessons they've added that proofreading and editing brand voice and tones so that's naming for example yeah. resume writing cover letters linkedin profiles podcast writing white papers case studies sales copy press releases social media copy and then there's uh, that's just one half of the list it keeps going on and on and keeps on. going there's everything from legal email technical uh, beta oh, yeah, legal web, website product descriptions so grant writing that's cool so if you have any of these skills like grant writing if you are used to writing, writing grants for art and charity projects um and then suddenly obviously things are drying up a bit at the moment maybe you can pick up that kind of work on mm. someone like fiverr um fiverr tends to be although this is less and less true yeah. fiverr tends to be a bit cheaper um and the gigs a bit simpler than upwork um upwork Upwork is more expensive and it tends to be longer projects like edit my ebook rather than, um, you know, write 300 words for a blog article. Um, this is less and less the case because Fiverr have now introduced Fiverr Premium. Fiverr, what's it called? Plus? Um, it's, it is a premium service whilst you search that. And what I would also say is uh, customers, as Fiverr, Fiverr used to be very much uh, get a logo for five quid and uh, that's where it almost originated from get well, that's get, what the name is. Fiber, get something $5. yeah get something for five dollars five pound whatever it is five euros and you will get that whether it's a logo article now over time customers and also the service providers i.e could be you on fiverr providing a service over time the ones that provide the best work 
the best quality, the best customer service on that platform, the prices have naturally uh, hit a premium. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll expand on this tomorrow, but in case you don't join us tomorrow, but we've, I think I paid £60 for a logo for the BBO show. Now, when I was looking at the logos, I, I've in the past paid five quid for a logo, four pounds something for a logo. But having used the platform enough and understood what I wanted, I would rather pay a premium and go with an artist who ticks a certain amount of boxes for us, not to not to be discussed today. But they've made 50 to 60 quid off a logo project, which in their skill set actually has taken them a very short amount of time. Um, so it's it's I, I agree with you, Carl. It's it's probably there's no difference. The big difference, in not, there's no not much difference in terms of how much you can charge now on each platform, but there is a difference in ter- in terms of what kind of work uh, is applicable. Um, but Fiverr.com can't change their name now. It's, it's too it's too prominent and powerful. Yeah, what they have done is they've I just looked it up. It's called Fiverr Pro. Um, so, so if you have been on Fiverr for a while, you have good reviews. You have um, lots of reviews then you can kind of move into this pro category. Um, and I was looking at some earlier today, and the Fiverr Pro blog writers uh, are charging about $150 for a blog article, which gives you an idea of if you have the reputation on on a platform like this, you can command uh, relatively high high uh, figures. So that's going to be a lot more than if you're doing freelance writing for one of the platforms we just talked about, than if you're doing yeah. text broker. Yeah. But with text broker, it's kind of handed to you on a plate, Whereas on Fiverr or Upwork, you need to build up your own profile. You need to market yourself um, going forward. You you own the business, but because you own the business, you own the risk as well. Mm. So again, it's up to you whether that's something you want to do, or maybe you do a combination. Maybe you do a bit on text broker while you're setting up your Fiverr and your Upwork profiles. Yeah, the, the whole classic, just allow your income to do that. And then you can say, okay, I, I don't need any more text broker work now because I've got a consistent amount um work uh, writing work coming in from fiverr.com so just just think about that with your income that's text broker that's fiverr as you build your platform you can just do that and then no longer do you need text broker um if it ever dips you know text brokers there you know what needs to be done there you may still have a you know, three or four star profile and then you can jump back on there um but the, the range of categories is humongous within fiverr yeah. for writing i mean yeah i would just go and have a look at fiverr and upwork.com and the category is articles and blog posts. So find that in the category section, and that starts to bring up lots of areas. Uh, that's the one underlined, so I'm assuming that's oh, the... Oh, no, it's it's um, writing and translation. Okay, it's writing and translation. Look for that category to be focused on what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Fiverr a lot more tomorrow when we talk about professional skills, because you can also, let's say you know how to do video editing, um, you can also sell skills like that on Fiverr and Upwork. So we, we will be going into more detail on these platforms. Um, and on Friday, we're going to be talking about creative skills, which again, Fiverr and Upwork are really easy places to start picking up clients. Um, they're not the only places, uh, but they are good places to start. Yeah, because think about in terms of, what you're what you're thinking right now, potentially thinking is, look, I'm in lockdown, I'm in a process of change, and I'm not necessarily business orientated, i.e. sales, marketing, all of these components, the finance, all of these components that are required to be thought of when you are starting a business or a startup. If we, the, what these platforms do brilliantly, the, the Fivers, the Upwork, and all of the other stuff we've mentioned today, is they handle most of the business side for you. 
So it allows you just to do what you're good at, which is the actual um, task based, the process, the work in order to receive the cash. So that's the, that's what to think about it. Because if you're watching this thinking, well, actually, I want to start my o- my own online business. Great. But if you need cash right now, this is where to start. This is where to start and build your profile. This is also a really good way to test out whether there's actually demand. Mm. Um, if you put together a product offering and you start selling really well on Fiverr, fantastic. Then you can, you know, there's a customer base for what it is you provide. You can go and set up your own website. You can set up your own uh, payment processor, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, and do it yourself and make more money. But you can start on Fiverr to make sure there's actually a demand for it, and let Fiverr deal with all the things like taking payment, um, marketing you. Um, sending notification emails, all of that stuff, you can let them do for now. And then you'll do it yourself later. Absolutely. So my goodness, right, we've covered uh, seven. Let me just summarize these. I'm going to flick through our notes. So today was very much leveraging the fact that your native or your second language is English. How can we leverage that? So we've spoke about uh, and how to make money of leveraging that online. Number one is teaching. There's a whole whole bunch of stuff there. Number two is tutoring. Number three is voice work. Number four is audio transcription. Number five is entry uh, entrance essays, proofreading, copy edit. Uh, number six is sell your notes from previous years, or maybe you're creating notes to sell in the future. And then finally is freelance writing. And within each of those categories is a, a range of options in terms of how much you're going to get paid, skill set required, verification required, uh, setup required. There's different levels in there. Now, everything we spoke about today is also in the big list. What is it? It's a working title. I haven't got it in front of me today. The big list of income generation during lockdown. And it's that side today. It's right there. So it's a bit, it's a 200 item list. Uh, it's in categories. So have a look at anything to do with language, audio, writing to start to pick those items out and go explore them. And if you've got questions on them, on which you want to get started with, uh, mine or Carl's opinion, then chat to us in the Slack channel. That link is also there. Dom has confirmed that the top link doesn't work, but the bottom link does work. So that's my fault. My copy and pasting is terrible. So bottom link does work. Come join us in the Slack channel. Uh, that's where to have a chat with us. Finally, subscribe to the BBO show so we don't miss it going forward. Right, that's a lot today. Um, and we've been with you for an hour and a half, which, you know, when me and Carl spoke about this show to start with, it was like, yeah, okay, 20 minutes a day, but there's just too much to share. There really is. So I would say keep joining us uh, tomorrow. We're talking about now using your professional skill set and how we can start to generate cash from that online. That's where we're going to be spending some time tomorrow. So if you've got a professional skill set, um, join us tomorrow. If it's creative, join us tomorrow because you may have a bit of both going on in your life, but certainly join us on Friday. That's what we're going to be focusing on, yep. the creative there, stuff. There's going to be crossover. Um, Overlaps. And, just, yeah, just, just as a basic way to divide out Thursday and Friday, we're using professional and creative, but I mean, so many jobs nowadays have a bit of both. Um, so obviously there's going to be overlap. Yeah, absolutely. So anything else you want to add before we sign off? Today's a, today would be a fantastic. Lots of, lots of information and lots of different ways to start to generate cash very quickly online. And, um, you know, all you have to do is go through each category and say, if I did that, 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 that every single month and it took me this long to do it, how much cash can I generate? My guesstimate is probably about five to seven hundred dollars. 
um, from today's looking at how much people are paying today in regards to the companies and the level they pay. And that's assuming that you're going to do the work, you're going to get involved, you're going to start to explore these items. Um, if you if you nail it and you do it big on medium, somebody's earned over seventy thousand uh, dollars as a single author. So there's potential. There's lots of potential out there on, online to earn a lot. Uh, get yourself in that seven percent. Uh, which Carl mentioned in regards to the medium partner program, that's probably doable, but go explore what's the best way to get within that 7%. That's that's on you to do. And then come share your learnings with us in the Slack channel as well. So anything else you want to add, Carl, before I sign us off? No, I think we've bombarded people with enough information today. <laughs> loads of loads of stuff, but hopefully you find it useful and it's helping. So that's myself and Carl signing off for today from the BBO show. We shall see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thanks, guys.